welcome to my podcast i'm so excited to be doing this finally um today i'll be talking about the gospel um and what the gospel is why is it so essential why do i need to know it as a believer as a non-believer um and yeah just the basics the foundations basically yes and then i also firstly i would just like to start by saying um by quoting a scripture which is in romans that basically says that i am not ashamed of the gospel for it is god's power unto salvation first to the jews and then to the gentiles um, so that's basically what the gospel is. It's the power of God unto salvation. It's how God saves. So you are not saved if you do not know the gospel. Um, it's the only way of being saved. Um, as the scriptures say that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody goes to the Father except through him. And so the only way that you're able to get to Jesus Christ is through the gospel. Um, so um, what is this gospel? Uh, we first see the gospel in Genesis. And it's one of those amazing things that you see in the Bible. That God had a plan of putting people right with himself from the very beginning um so we see the gospel when eve is deceived by the serpent and he eats of the fruit and adam as well they both eat of the fruit and so god pronounces judgment on them and while he is pronouncing judgment he gives humanity a promise that the seed of the woman was going to crush the head of the serpent even though the serpent was going to bruise the heel of the seed and so from just reading scripture we know that jesus is the seed so that's when we first see the gospel um and so why do we need the gospel so from eve and adam eating of the fruit that resulted in the fall of humanity um, it's what theologians call the fall, um, where basically sin entered the world, and now each and every person in humanity is sinful because we are the we are the offspring of Adam. So we cannot say that we are good as humans because we are not. <laughs> it's um, a sobering thought, um, but we are not good. Um, from reading the Bible, we see that we are not good. We have these sinful desires. We have jealousy. We have envy. There is adultery. There's fornication. There's murder. There is lying. Um, you don't, you don't have to think of sinning as something so hectic. It can be even a little thing. Um, in Matthew, Jesus says that um, even just looking at a woman with lust. You're already committing adultery. So that's a sin. Um, so yeah, we sin. And so it's 
oh how do i put this in words so it's not that sin on its own is bad but when you look at sin in light of who god is that's when you see how sinful sin is so god is a holy god he hates sin he hates like everything that is against his will i guess i can say is sinful um so he hates sin but also when you see the nature and the attributes of god you see that god is a judge as well and so he has to judge sin so according to like if like god is a just judge everyone has to be damned into hell like we all have to go to hell that's what we all deserve if like god is a good judge we all have to go to hell so that's why we need jesus that's why jesus gets into the picture because we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of god and so now god deciding to save his people deciding to put his people right with himself he sends his son who then being god himself i'm speaking about jesus christ here he puts aside his glory as god takes on the human flesh comes to the earth is born a virgin birth and lives the perfect life he follows each and every law each and every mosaic law the laws that you find in your old testament and i think there are 613 of them and he follows each and every one of those laws and if you don't understand how good that is there's one law that is that says that love the lord your god with all your heart mind and strength and so no one in the history of humanity has ever done that in our human nature we are very selfish beings we are not able to love to that extent and the worst thing is we aren't able to love god like that it's not in our nature and so jesus was able to do that he did that for us so that we could in turn have his righteousness now if you're a christian the bible says that we are the righteousness of god we have his righteousness that's why christians do not follow the jewish laws or the mosaic laws why because we already have the righteousness of jesus he has lived the perfect life for us and so he lived this perfect life his entire life he did not sin not once not once that means he didn't even lie like He didn't steal like the simple things that we do without even realizing we've done them. He did not do those things. And so he lives the perfect life. And then he goes into ministry in his 30s. He first gets baptized and God reveals that Jesus is his son by appearing in the clouds and saying that this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. And then the Holy Spirit descends in the form of a dove and settles on him. and then it begins its ministry then and then we start seeing Jesus do all the all these wonderful works all these things but basically 
the peak of his ministry happens when he goes to the cross to die for you and that's the heart of the gospel when you look at the cross so why did jesus have to die because from the law from the jewish law there is a condition that you follow all these laws and you shall live if you don't you will die and in the garden God said that if they ate of the fruit, they were going to die. And they didn't die immediately. But from just reading the scriptures, we see that the wages of sin are death. That basically means that the end result of sin is death. That's how death enters the world. So we are supposed to die. And so what Jesus what Jesus does is he takes the curse of the law that everyone has broken the law. So they all have to die. But not only that, God has to judge them. And they have to go to hell. And so Jesus, what he does is he takes on the wrath of God upon himself. He takes on the sin of humanity upon himself. He takes my sin, your sin, all of the world's sin, past, future, present sins. He takes all of that upon himself. The perfect Lamb of God, the only one without spot, he takes on that sin upon himself and he dies on the on the cross for you. And the scripture says that it pleased God to crush him. So he he drinks all of the cup of all of the cup of God's wrath for you. He does that for you. And he dies and he says it is finished. So he has taken your sin. And you are now able to stand and have a relationship with God. And so that's what is a Christian you're supposed to believe in and trust in to get saved. But also you have to repent of your sins. Repent means that you have to turn from your sin from your sins and turn towards God and basically ask for his forgiveness believe in his finished work on the cross believe that you are no excuse me believe that you are no longer condemned believe that he has saved you from the power of sin and that you are now free and it is one of the most beautiful things that anyone can ever experience it's the most important decision you can ever make in your life and the peace that you feel afterwards is unexplainable and it's beautiful and it's something that i would wish for everyone on this earth to know and so if you're not if you do not believe in jesus i ask that i do not want to emotionally blackmail you i ask that you start seeking him for yourself you start praying to him to save you you repent of your sins and you believe in the gospel you believe that he died for you you believe that he loved you so much that he died for you jesus didn't have to go to the cross but he did that for you for all of humanity um john 3 verse 16 i think everyone knows this verse it says that jesus loved the world oh no it says (laughs) sorry it says that for god loved the world 
For God so loved the world that he sent his only son to die for us so that we can have eternal life. Um, I didn't quote that word by word, and so I'm just paraphrasing. Yeah. <sighs> Thank you for listening. Uh, hopefully you will tune in to my next episode. Bye.